Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Lock Raven UFO Hotspot. That's correct, the Lock Raven UFO Hotspot. And of course, we're talking about the Lock Raven Reservoir there in Northern Maryland, where there's been a lot of UFO activity documented over the years. Now, this article comes to us from ZestyThings.com. Uh, the title says, Lock Raven Reservoir is known for its fishing, trails, and dams. It also has a history of UFO sightings, including my own Lock Raven UFO experience in 1996. And the article begins, it says, just north of Baltimore, the Lock Raven Reservoir is a popular destination for Maryland residents seeking a place to enjoy the outdoors. The area is popular for fishing, kayaking, and trails. Designated as a state park area, Lock Raven Reservoir provides the drinking water for Baltimore City and most of Baltimore County. Unbeknownst to most visitors is that the area also has been a hotbed of UFO activity going back to the 1950s. The Lock Raven UFO saga begins in 1953, but the most well-documented case happens in 1958. There are additional UFO sightings in 1978, 1983, 2000, and my own sighting in the spring of 1996. At the time of my own experience, I was unaware of any history of UFOs in the area and didn't find out about it until years later. Sightings near Lock Raven made up a good portion of the UFO sightings in Maryland. And the author has a picture here of this bridge uh, over this reservoir. Very cool. It goes on and says, I'll preface the remainder of this article by stating, I don't believe that our planet has been visited by aliens from another world or dimension, at least while humans have lived here. When I use the term UFO, I mean it in the most literal sense of the acronym, Unidentified Flying Object. And that's interesting. So now we're going to listen to this guy's story. But keep in mind, he's seen a UFO, but he doesn't see these things as being extraterrestrial or interdimensional. So I guess we'll have to find out what he thinks. I believe that if aliens from another planet find us, they will be so advanced that they view us as nothing more than insects. We would become slaves, a food source, or simply wiped out as they assimilate the resources of the earth. I am not the only one who believes this. Since neither of those things has happened to us, it's a safe bet that our little blue planet has yet to be discovered by any advanced life beyond ourselves. Well, he's making an assumption there, and that's an assumption that they would be allowed to do that. Maybe there's some force holding them back. May of 1953, it says, Lock Raven UFO sighted a Lock Raven drive bridge with a column of water behind it. Interesting. A MUFON report dated March 17, 2003 is a primary reference to this particular sighting. The witness chose to remain anonymous after being interrogated and allegedly threatened by four men who claimed to be from Project Blue Book. So this would have been many years ago, 1953, right? 1950. Yep. They claimed that between 7.30 and 8 p.m. while on their way to meet two women for a date, their car died leading up to the bridge on Lock Raven Drive. Then they saw an orange glowing object about 300 feet away. The men claimed that the object was approximately 150 to 250 feet across, about 50 to 60 feet tall. The men were shaken and left the vehicle to seek cover in the woods where they observed the object for about 10 minutes. The object appeared to have a conical column of water below it until it rose and disappeared. The car wouldn't start back up due to a burned-out electrical system, and eventually the men, now stranded, were picked up by police and taken to 
to Tosin, where they filed a police report. Man, so just imagine these guys going along. They see this this strange UFO. It's got this column of water going up into it. The next thing you know, the car, the wiring on their old 1950s car has been burned out. It says, then it goes on, it says, October of 1958, egg-shaped Lock Raven UFO sighted at Lock Raven Bridge, at Lock Raven Drive Bridge. And they got a picture of the bridge here. It's this old uh, steel bridge. It's pretty, pretty neat looking. And this was, of course, would have been five years later. 27-year-old Philip Small and 24-year-old Alvin Cohen were driving home at about 10.30 p.m. on the night of October 26, 1958. As they approached a bridge, they saw an egg-shaped craft floating just above it. And then it has a report here. It says October 26, 1958, north of Baltimore, Maryland. And then it has a, it says a civilian length of observation, uh, one minute. And then, of course, straight up. It says large, flat, egg-shaped, oblong, hovering over a bridge, lights and motor of auto went off as it approached close to the object. There was a brilliant flash and loud noises as objects started to rise vertically. Sources claim to experience burning sensations of their body and faces. See case file. Wow. So they come up across this thing. It's suspended there. It has this brilliant flash as it takes off and they feel this thing just burn their face. Unbelievable. The object floated above the bridge at a height of 100 to 150 feet and emitted a luminous white light. They slowed their vehicle to get a closer look, and when they got at about 75 feet from the bridge, their car died completely. Unable to restart the car, the men took cover behind the car and watched the UFO for 30 to 45 seconds. This must have been just... uh, terrorizing for these young guys. The object then flashed a white light, causing the two witnesses to feel heat on their faces. The flash was accompanied by a loud sound like thunder. I wonder if that was maybe breaking the sound barrier. The object rose straight up, becoming brighter as it did so, and within five to ten seconds was gone. The flash was so bright that the men appeared to be sunburned on their faces. That's physical evidence right there. Now, it has this report. It says, UFO sighting Lock Raven Dam north of Baltimore, Maryland, 26 October 1958. I'll just read it here to you. And this is the original report. On October 26, 1958, two men were driving near Lock Raven Dam, which is north of Baltimore, Maryland. As they rounded a curve in the road near a bridge, they sighted what appeared to be a large, flat, and sort of egg-shaped object hanging between 100 and 150 feet off the top of the superstructure of the bridge. So they say hanging, but I think what they mean to say is hovering. They allowed their car, but decided to go closer and investigate the object. They they slowly drove closer to the object along the road leading to the bridge. When they were within approximately 75 or 80 feet of the bridge, the car went completely dead. The witnesses reported it seemed as if the entire electrical system was affected. The dash and headlights went out when the motor went dead. The driver of the car put on the brakes and tried to start the car, but got no reaction whatsoever. So here they are. They're looking at this UFO. The car won't stop. They can't, they can't drive away. The witnesses became frightened and both got out of the car and it hid behind it in the absence of any other cover. From this vantage point, they watched the UFO for approximately 30 to 45 seconds. 
Suddenly, the UFO seemed to flash a brilliant white light, and both witnesses reported they felt heat on their faces. Concurrently, there was a loud noise, which they interpreted as a dull explosion or thunderclap. Very quickly, so that the witnesses didn't know the proper sequence of events, the object started to rise vertically. The object did not change its position over the bridge during the rising, but did appear very bright, and the edges became diffused so that its shape couldn't be made out as it rose. It took from 5 to 10 seconds to disappear completely. After the object disappeared from view, the witnesses turned the car around, which started without any trouble. So they pull up, they see this UFO, the car dies, it can't start, they try to start, it won't start, but then once the UFO disappears, it does start. So it says, which started without any trouble and rushed back to the nearest telephone to report the incident. Yeah, remember, this is 1958, no cell phones. The phone was reached... The phone was reached 15 minutes after the incident, and the sighting was reported to Tosin Police Department, which sent over two patrolmen to interview the witnesses. After reporting the sighting to the patrolmen, the witnesses experienced a burning sensation of the skin and proceeded to St. Joseph's Hospital in Baltimore, where they were given examination and dismissed. The witnesses returned home individually. So, earlier they said that it was like they were sunburnt. I don't really know what that what the visible physical evidence was, but these guys definitely were in some sort of discomfort. And then a notes it says, the bridge is a double arched steel frame construction with a concrete roadbed. It has a fresh coat of dark green paint and is about 40 feet high at the maximum height of each arc. The entire bridge is about 500 feet long and the point at which the UFO was first seen was approximately three quarters of a mile or or one mile away. There was no unusual meteorological activity in the area. No thunderstorms and quite clear. Visibility at Friendship Airport was 20 miles at 0127 October 58. This case was extensively investigated. However, no valid conclusion can be reached at the nature as to the nature of the object or phenomena and it remains unidentified. The available evidence does not indicate that this object or phenomenon constitute a threat to the security of the United States. Excerpt from Project Blue Book. Oh, wow. After this incident became publicly known, many other individuals living and working in the area came forward with their own stories. Most went unreported like my own. So there you go. It seems like for every every uh, UFO experience or sighting or encounter that gets reported, there's got to be another 10, 20, maybe 100 that don't get reported. Now, the next one he talks about is 1978 and 1983. Ball of light rises from the lake. A bright round light was observed to rise from the lake about 500 feet above the dam. The witness was a local fisherman by the name of Mitchell. He stated that it hovered over the water for a few seconds, then dove back into the lake. A similar account was told by the by several Baltimore City Water Department workers in 1983. Now, this is strange. This is a reservoir, so this is man-made. This lake hasn't been there that many years at this time. But here we have these strange balls of light, almost like balls of energy, coming up out of that lake, hovering over the lake, hovering over the bridge. Sometimes they take off. Sometimes they go back into the reservoir. January of 2000, it says disc-shaped object flies across the reservoir. Okay, so we've been talking about these orbs. Now we have this disc-shaped object. An administrator for the Greater Baltimore Medical Center, this GBMC, claimed to have witnessed a disc-shaped object 
that looked like green fire fly across the reservoir while he drove home from work one evening. He didn't report the incident until May of that same year. Okay, administrator of the Greater Baltimore Medical Center. This is a person of social standing. He's got a high-paying job, no doubt. And he's impacted enough about seeing this UFO, this disc-shaped object, that he reports it. Unlike the sightings in the 1950s, this Lock Raven UFO occurred at, a, at another bridge that crosses a reservoir on Paper Mill Road. The witness said that there was snow on the ground, and this portion of the reservoir was frozen over and also covered with snow, which provided excellent lighting conditions to view the object. He stopped his car and got out, noticing a strong, sickening, sweet order that made him sick to his stomach. So sick, in fact, that he said he had trouble keeping food in his stomach. He also claimed that the incident left his eyesight so impaired that he was unable to drive for nearly a month. Now think about that. This is administrator for the Greater Baltimore Medical Center. It says, talking about seeing this object, he says he stopped his car and got out noticing a strong, sickening, sweet odor that made him sick to his stomach. So sick, in fact, that he said he had trouble keeping food in his stomach. He also claimed that the incident left his eyesight so impaired that he was unable to drive for nearly a month. The man also suffered from a mysterious illness that left him with joint and back pain. About a year after the incident, he took his own life. Man, that is so tragic. So you have this guy, he's obviously a successful person. He's an administrator for the Baltimore Medical Center, okay? He's got to be doing well in life. He, says, he reports seeing this disc-shaped object flying across the reservoir. And he tells you that he gets sick to his stomach, smells bad, he gets sick. His eyesight's impaired for over a month. He has his uh, ongoing health issues from it. And then a, about a year after the incident, he took his own life. That is just, it, it's tragic. Now this one here is from April of 1996. This is an oval-shaped Lock Raven UFO sighted over the Lock Raven Large Dam. I was a, this, this is the author speaking, I was a freshman in college when I had my own Lock Raven UFO sighting. If you're not familiar with the area, Lock Raven actually has two dams. This sighting occurred at the Large Dam. The small dam is located a bit further downstream. And then it says, there's a link there where you can go watch that drone footage. Look, I'll put this link up at the Buy Me A Coffee website. As always, thank you very much to the people that uh, support the program over there. I've got people that give regularly small amounts. I got that, uh, somebody gave $20 the other day. A while back, somebody gave $50. This is awesome. It really helps the program. I super appreciate it. And also the people that give faithfully at uh, Spotify. So you can go over there and check that out. You don't have to donate, but if you do, it's great. Now, this says... I and two college friends who did not want their identity revealed were at the dam late on a Friday night. Being stupid 18-year-olds, we thought it would be a it would be a be fun to walk across the top of the dam. We scaled the gate into the service area and made our way to the edge when one of my friends asked, "You guys hear that?" As soon as he spoke, I noticed a subtle humming noise overhead. Immediately my other friend exclaims, "Oh, expletive!" and takes off running back the way we came. I looked up to see a glowing oval-shaped object hovering over the dam and immediately followed suit. The glow was a bluish color similar to the color of a natural gas flame, maybe a little whiter, and it was just sitting in the sky above the dam. I didn't get a good idea of the height. 
we were running just to get out there, but it appeared to be at least as long as the entire dam. So he sees this object, it's glowing, this is like a blue color, like a natural gas flame. So it's this kind of strange, I don't know, almost like translucent object apparently that they see above this dam, and it says it stretches as long as the entire dam. We scaled the gate back out, looked back, and it was gone. The entire event happened in what was probably 30 to 40 seconds. Our initial thought was that we'd tripped some type of motion activation security light. For days, we were all expecting the police to show up at our homes to file trespassing charges, but nothing happened. Every so often, we talked about it, wondering what it really was we saw. Eventually, the whole thing faded into our memory, and over time, I lost contact with both of those friends. I don't think any of us really believed it was a security light. Lock Raven Dam didn't have anything like that at the time. We didn't have any other rational explanation. Years later, I was on a Google looking for information regarding mountain bike trails at the Lock Raven Reservoir when I stumbled onto the 1958 UFO case. This sparked my interest in the Lock Raven UFO phenomena and had me pouring through my own memory trying to remember as many details as my experience as possible. My friends who were with me at the time refused to discuss it. We were, after all, breaking the law. And then he goes on, he says, uh, so what are the Loch Raven UFOs? As I stated at the beginning of this article, I don't believe that our planet has been visited by aliens and spaceships. I believe that in most cases, the people really did see something they couldn't explain. Lack of explanation, however, should never be considered a license to create fantastical ideas to fill the knowledge gap. I would just say that you're not having to create fantastical ideas. When you see things like this guy saw, or uh, giant... Di you know, green flame colored disc going across the reservoir or these orbs shooting up out of the reservoir. That's the fantastical idea in itself. Lock Raven Reservoir isn't far from military installations. We're also finding out over the last few decades that dams actually change the atmospheric composition around them due to decaying vegetation that gets flooded when the dam is built. I'm confident that my Lock Raven UFO experience was either a military test some type of rare atmospheric phenomena or something else that doesn't include spaceships. Nevertheless, UFO sightings in Maryland aren't entirely uncommon. That's really interesting. And no offense to the guy that wrote this article because I think it was an excellent article overall as far as just reporting the facts. But he seems to be struggling with his experience. And it's almost like he's resorted to this normalcy bias to explain what he saw. When he could have just as easily said, I don't know what I saw. Because to me, the idea that this thing would be some sort of top-secret military adventure is just as uh, unlikely as saying, well, this is little green men in a spaceship. And the fact that he rules out that this could be some sort of interdimensional uh, phenomenon also tells me that maybe it's a little too much for him as an experiencer to try to compute all this stuff in his head. I understand how difficult that can be. But I think sometimes it's easier just to say we don't know what these things are and ruling out that these could possibly be something uh, interplanetary, uh, interdimensional, whatever, isn't necessarily the, the best answer, I think. It seems like Lock Raven Reservoir has been giving people UFO experiences for a long time, clear back into the 50s, probably maybe since the reservoir started. What's going on there, who knows? But until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out. <laughs>